This episode of Shave Heads Not Points is brought to you by Chop Block. Go visit them on Main Street on the square in, in downtown Gainesville. Uh, a great selection of, of beers and uh, great menu of food. Got the uh, hot dogs, wings, pizza box nachos, club sandwiches. Uh, anything in that kitchen is good. Anything in that kitchen is, is fantastic. And they'll have, oh, man, they have a huge uh, projector screen right behind the bar, and they have probably <clears throat> uh, eight or 12 TVs on the lower area that will be showing all sorts of different types of, or, or all sorts of different games on their TV. So check out our friends over at Chop Block on the Square this weekend. The Law Office of Leonard C. Parks Jr. is proud to be a sponsor of the Shave Heads Not Points podcast. Attorney Lee Parks is a Gainesville native and a graduate of UGA Law School. He's practiced criminal law in Hall County in Northeast Georgia for the past 36 years, both as a prosecutor with the DA's office and as the Gainesville Municipal Court Solicitor, and for the past 22 years as a defense attorney and handles everything from speeding tickets to death penalty murder cases. He's been named a Lawyer of Distinction and National Trial Lawyer's Top 100 Criminal Defense Lawyers. His office is at 604 Green Street next to the Quinlan. If you need help with a criminal law matter, call Lee Parks at 770-503-9819 for an appointment. Go dogs. This guy is all about shaving heads and not points. It's the Shave Heads Not Points Podcast with your host, PJ Davis. And Taylor Williams. In the building. How you been, man? Living the American dream, man. That's right. Got a big weekend of college football ahead of us. Oh, yeah. Big weekend. Everybody's getting cranked up. All the conferences getting cranked up. Except Pac-12. They keep canceling stuff. Well, it says... Um, Cal and tomorrow, Washington already got canceled. Tomorrow, USC, Arizona State. Is that still on? Yeah, that's on. All right, that'll be a good one. Oregon plays Stanford. That's the 7.30 game. Yeah. I want to see that. I like to watch the Ducks. Puddles the Duck. Do all the push-ups. Is that his name? Puddles, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I've always wanted to go out there. Even though there's like literally... There's University of Oregon. Yeah. And then... Nothing. Oh, but Oregon's beautiful. Oh, I know. It, it's I know. underrated for just like how beautiful the state is. And Oregon's just, I've never been to the school, but Oregon's facilities and all that are just amazing. Yeah. I, I just know from just watching, you know, videos of facilities and all that kind of stuff, their stadium and everything's unreal. That's Nike, Nike country right there. Well, Phil Knight, so what he's, you know, what he's done is he, he put so much money into it that, Everything is named after, like, all right, it's the Phil, and I think his wife's name is Linda. I don't know. I could be wrong, but let's just yeah. say it's, let's just say her name's Linda. It's like yeah. the Phil and Linda Knight uh, Arena or whatever. Yeah. Well, then, like, the library, they named after one of their sons. Yeah. They, like, redid the whole library, named it after their son. So everything has Knight attached to it, but it's not always Phil Knight and his wife. It's, you know, their son. I think they got a daughter. I think they got a son and a daughter, but. You know, they just keep naming it after different nights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole Oregon brand's cool. I mean, I I like Stanford, too, though. Stanford's brand is, is pretty neat. Oh, I always mean, love Stanford. They've had some good players come through there. Just through the, like Andrew Luck off the top of my mm-hmm. head. You know, like Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. 
uh, throwback right here. I'm about to drop a name for you, Toby Gerhardt. I love Toby Gerhardt. Oh man, he was he John was, Elway. John Elway can't forget about John Elway, and I I don't want to leave off any others, but they always have really good. Big tight ends. I think yeah. Ertz came from there. Ertz came from there. They're, yeah. like, they're like tight end you. Yeah, them in Iowa. Yeah. Big, big corn-fed corn fed white boy tight ends. <laughs> yeah. They will just beat you in an arm wrestling contest and then steal your girlfriend. That's what they'll do. But how bad is Oregon going to beat Stanford? Oh, I, I I anticipate them just running them out stadium. Yeah. I, I think I love Mario Cristobal and what he does it. At Oregon, I, I like how they have a good mix between the power run game and then spreading people out. Still, it's different from the Chip Kelly years when they like were ultra fast, you know, light year speed. Marcus Mariota, um, I think Dennis Dixon was a quarterback there one time. Jeremiah Masoli, um, their their little um, good running backs they had. They had the Black Mamba. Um, what oh, was his yeah. name? Um, Man, was it DeAndre Thomas? Uh. DeAnthony Thomas. DeAnthony Thomas. I think that's what it was. I'll put some respect on your name, yeah. brother, because you know guys like that listen. Okay. DeAnthony <laughs> oh, Thomas. Yeah. All right. I ain't leave you off. LaMichael James was Michael another James, one. Yeah. And they used to just like track me, run people went, out of the stadium. I became an Oregon fan when Joey Harrington was the quarterback. So oh, like 2002, yeah. 2003, something like that. And they had that, uh, that armor plated yeah. sleeves. Joey the Heisman. Remember his New York um, moment? Yeah, he had a big, big billboard, Times uh-huh. Square. Yeah, I'm the yeah. Heisman. Yeah. He got signed by the Atlanta Falcons. And he was awful. Like the post-Vic years when Vic, yeah. you know, went away. Yeah. and when Vic was in trouble. And then we started just, like, clamoring for any quarterback we could find. Picked up Joey. We picked up Byron Leftwich. And <laughs> like, all right, who's, we, on the, who's on the free agent list this week? Who got cut on Friday? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, God. But that landed us Matt Ryan, and we've had some some good years up until this year. So we just got a uh, a um, podcast collaboration from a coach in Virginia, Coach Sheffer, Darren Sheffer, uh, literally just messaged me and said, "You want to do a podcast collaboration?" I was like, "Heck yeah, well, let's do it." I'm down. Um, I, I anticipate Oregon by twenty one at least. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh-huh. I mean, they're, they're I mean, they're they're just. They're studs, man. Yeah. They got a great program. They look good. I mean, another big Pac-12 game, Arizona State, USC. If you have not seen Keaton Slovis, you need to watch Keaton Slovis, USC's quarterback. He took over for JT Daniels when he got hurt. He took over from the other quarterback when he was in, and he has not looked back, and he is the right. real deal. He was a freshman last year, right? Yes, and yeah. he is the real yeah. deal. Um, there's some people that think that he'll be a top-five pick when he comes out his – for his draft. Right. I mean, he's not going to come out this year, obviously, but when he comes out for his draft, yeah. he might be a top-five pick. But um, Arizona State, too. I mean, they – Who they got? They got um, – Herm, Herm Edwards is no, there. No, but I'm saying, who's, who do they have this weekend? Arizona State, they got USC. Oh, I thought it was Arizona. No, yeah. Arizona State. Yeah, I remember Keyshawn Johnson was saying yesterday how Arizona State is the – the one standing in the way of USC because you know Keyshawn Johnson's a USC guy, but he played for Herm on yeah. the Jets. Yeah, so he's like, you know, I just I thought that was so cool when when Herm took that job. Like I, I never would have saw that I coming. Would, if, if I lived closer to Arizona and Arizona State offered me, I'd take them over USC. Oh yeah. Any day, any oh yeah. Day. Oh yeah. I, I like their I like their brand too. Yeah. All the Sun Devil stuff they do, mm-hmm. and it's like. You know, places like that, they got like the mount, like you know, like you start talking about Utah, Utah State, Arizona, mm-hmm. like BYU, like schools like that. They'll have their stadiums and they have these 
big old mountains in the background. It's just a beautiful venue for football. I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. You got Arizona State at USC. I don't know if it's at USC, but I pick I pick Arizona State to win that game. Yeah, yeah. I'll take uh I'll take USC. I think okay. I think USC like one of these years USC is just gonna have a breakthrough year. Like I know that they're you know after the Pete Carroll years they don't have Snoop Dogg at their practices anymore. <laughs> they don't have Reggie Bush, you know, running around and yeah. Lindell White and those boys and Matt Liner. But I, I mean I I think regardless of that, every year they still get athletes. I mean they're USC. And I think that eventually they're going to have a breakthrough year. All right. And I, 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 they're going to run the table. They're going to win about six in a row. They're going to have a big game. And then we're going to have to see from there what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, tonight you got BYU at Boise State. Yes. BYU is ranked number nine. Boise State is 21. And BYU is a three-and-a-half-point favorite with the over-under at 61. BYU's offense right now is rolling. Zach Wilson looks unreal at quarterback. He's up there for for Heisman um, potential. I mean, he's. I didn't know they were seven and zero. Yeah, they're on seven dude, games. Go watch them. They are. I know, but I didn't know they played seven games already. They've played seven games, and I'm talking about their offense is just smoking people. Because you know their whole con- their whole uh, schedule got like scrapped. Yeah, because they're independent. Yeah. So, so they, they just had to, like had to clamor kinda, around for everything. Yeah, yeah. they've had to kind of like hodgepodge, like just put together, like okay, we can't play somebody this week. Well, we'll get somebody else. You know yeah. what I mean? And dude, they're they're rolling. I, I've I've watched them a little bit, and I, I love BYU football. You got like Steve Young and all those yeah. dudes. When you start thinking about it, and um, I mean their offense looks great, their defense looks good. I, I think I I think they're going to beat um, Boise State by three touchdowns. Really? Yes. I think they look Three that good right touchdowns. now. I I think they look that good right now. Too bad we're not a betting. Uh, well, we we are called shave heads, not points. That's right. Um, Shout out to Paul Crew, longest yard, shaved points. <laughs> uh, you got Miami at North Carolina State, but nobody cares about that. The U had their shot when they lost to Clemson. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> let's see. We'll come back to that one in a minute. Texas A and M, South Carolina could be an interesting one. Night game. Where is it? It's at South Carolina, I believe. It's number Texas A and M is in the top ten. Yeah. South Carolina un you know, under Muschamp, they're kinda known right now for not being ranked, but beating ranked teams. Like I mean when they upset Georgia and Athens, you Don't know. Don't remind me of that, please. I mean I mean, who was the cornerback? He just, like, picked off from, like, three times. I don't remember his name. He was a stud. I need to put respect on his name too. Shh. Um but yeah, I mean, I think South Carolina could could pull the upset. But the only thing I'll say is Texas A and M looks really, really good running the football right yeah, now. I don't think they're going to upset them. They're running back Spiller. Do you see that fourth yeah. down run he had? Mm-hmm. He trucked that guy. Yeah. I mean, like ran straight through him. I mean, they, he took his man card and everything. The, the way they looked against Florida was, uh, was it Florida that they beat? Yeah, that's what I thought. They yeah. hammered yeah. they. Yeah. They hammered Florida, yeah. like just running the football. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I had a lot of respect for them after that game, uh, you know, just because Kellen Mond's in like his 14th year at Texas A&M. Yeah. He's like, like Brandon that, Sutherland at Georgia. Yeah. He got, he, you know, that dude just so like much keeps getting red shirts. Yeah. Keeps getting red yeah, shirts. Just about every degree that you can get at a university. <laughs> um, now, you got Clemson at Notre Dame. That will you be that will be the primetime game. You don't have Trevor Lawrence. 
That's on NBC tomorrow night. That's yep. not on ABC. You got you got DJ playing quarterback. Yeah, DJ Ugalele. Yeah, and he is every bit of six foot four, two forty. He's a he's a big dude. I mean he he's one of those guys that I just feel confident about. Yeah, that's just like he's already a grown man. Like there, when you saw Trevor Lawrence his freshman year. He didn't look like a grown man to me. Yeah. He still was kind of skinny. DJ's got like a better beard than me. Yeah. Like his beard is, well, his goatee. It's not a beard, but his goatee is legit. Yeah. And if I ever, you know, if his there was. His dad's like 6'5", 400 pounds too. Yeah. His dad's a massive human being. I mean, D, like DJ, I feel like he's going to be a top five pick when he comes out. I hope so. I mean, he's, you I'd know. Love, love for that kid to do that. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like, like th- th- these are the games that Notre Dame needs to win. Like oh, they, of course. They Just beat like all the, last year. They needed to beat Georgia, but they couldn't do it. When they got smoked by Alabama in the national championship, when yeah. they needed to beat Georgia but couldn't do it, and that game came down all the way to you know came down close to the wire. Um, just, just like they need to win these games, and if they don't get it done, you like the question is going to come back on Notre Dame: Can they really compete with the elite? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, even I really even think if they lose by six. If they if it's a close score, you're kind of like, well, there goes Notre Dame again, yeah, because they don't beat these teams, right? Notre Dame is a five point underdog. I I, I want to see him do it. I want to see him pull the upset. I don't. Why? I don't because I don't like I don't like Notre Dame. I mean, I don't I don't really care for Notre Dame like that. I mean, I I would love to go to a game at Notre Dame someday and you know just say I was there and all that kind of stuff. Kind of check that stadium off my list, right? I like their brand, but I really don't care for them like that. But I would like to see them win this game mm-hmm. just to shake up college football. Just like I wanted to see Miami beat Clemson. It would cause a lot of controversy. Yeah. Because you'd have people say, well, they got beat by the number four team while the number four team was at home. And, you know, so you can't bump Clemson down too many spots and they still got to get, chan- they're still going to win the ACC championship and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's right. Um, all right. West Virginia at Texas. You claim that it's hate week. You claim that horns they, down. they started the – West horns, Virginia started the horns down. Horns trend. down. Yes, we hate Texas. Okay. Um, my main concerns with West Virginia just from watching them this year, I, I like Jarrett Dahey at quarterback. I think he's I think he's done a good job. But just our, our overall passing attack with our receivers has just been questionable sometimes. I, I think that we have to rely on Letty Brown too much at running back. And he's a heck of a running back. Dude is a stud. If you ain't, if you don't know who Letty Brown is, go watch his highlights. Go yep. look at what he looks like. He is a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know we can't just like the ground and pound just doesn't make it anymore. You can't just say okay, we're going to run the football, we're going to beat people. You can't do it forty times a game. In theory, you think you can, but I don't really think because I think Texas is going to score points. I love our defense. I, I like all of our players. You know they play hard. They they do a good job and. They fly around. It's a great defense, but like Sam Ellinger, he's he's good. Uh, he scores points. He's a great quarterback. I mean, they're going to have stuff dialed up. Texas always has stud athletes, but we got to make plays in the passing game. Every all the games I've watched this year, like dudes will be running wide open, will underthrow it, or they'll drop you know balls and all that. And I know that's been the big question with West Virginia this year. You know, I know there's been fans talking about it and all that kind of stuff. If we can do that. We can beat Texas and coming off an upset against Kansas State where we hammered Kansas State thirty four to ten when they were ranked number sixteen and we're still unranked. If we can pull this upset, you gotta put West Virginia in the top twenty five. That's two big upsets two weeks in a row. All right, so you're both four oh shoot. 
I'll knock my microphone over. You're both four and two. Your rec- West Virginia's record against the spread is three, two, and one. Texas is three and three this year. Um, it's it's at Texas, twelve o'clock. It's going it's going to be a heat physical the, game. Heat of the day in Austin. Yeah, it's going to be a physical game. Down in Austin, Texas. Neil Brown's going to have him fired up. Yeah. Tom Herman's going to have him fired up. I'm not a big fan of his. I mean, you know, um, I know West Virginia's wearing the all white with the blue helmets, and I mean, does it, that make a difference? I mean, it. Uh, <clears throat> some teams get. I mean get up for, like, just what uniform they wear. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, all white's always been my favorite uniforms. But, I, I mean, I like when they wear the gold with the blue pants and the gold helmets and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I think just the nature of the two teams and the way they play, I think it's going to be physical game. Like, it's going to be some hitting, man. Yeah. I'm not a big Texas fan. I haven't been a Texas fan since they got rid of uh, – Charlie Strong. Yeah. I was a Charlie loved Strong Loved that guy. Fan. I loved I think Mac Brown, too. He was in a tough spot. <clears throat> he was. He was. Um, and he was He was so He was so professional. About His whole thing he went through, like you never saw that guy change who he was. Right. And I I, I love Charlie Strong. He, uh, he's, where is he now? South Florida, I believe. That's what I thought. He's with Willie. Yeah. As, no, 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 no. Is he not in South Florida? He got he got let go at South Florida, and Willie Taggart. So is he is not anywhere coach. right now? I don't know where he's at. Um, let's take a commercial break while he's looking that up, and then we'll get into the world's largest co- cocktail party. This episode of Shave Heads Not Points is brought to you by Chop Block. Go visit them on Main Street on the square in, in downtown Gainesville. Uh, a great selection of, of beers and uh, great menu of food. Got the uh, hot dogs, wings, pizza box nachos, club sandwiches. Uh, anything in that kitchen is good. Anything in that kitchen is, is fantastic. And they'll have... Oh, man, they have a huge uh, projector screen right behind the bar, and they have probably uh, eight or 12 TVs on the lower area that will be showing all sorts of different types or or all sorts of different games on their TVs. So check out our friends over at Chop Block on the Square this weekend. The Law Office of Leonard C. Parks Jr. is proud to be a sponsor of the Shave Heads Not Points podcast. Attorney Lee Parks is a Gainesville native and a graduate of UGA Law School. He's practiced criminal law in Hall County in Northeast Georgia for the past 36 years, both as a prosecutor with the DA's office and as the Gainesville Municipal Court Solicitor, and for the past 22 years as a defense attorney and handles everything from speeding tickets to death penalty murder cases. He's been named a Lawyer of Distinction and National Trial Lawyer's Top 100 Criminal Defense Lawyers. His office is at 604 Green Street next to the Quinlan. If you need help with a criminal law matter, call Lee Parks at 770-503-9819 for an appointment. Go dogs. Did you find it out? Yeah, it says he's uh he joined Saban staff at Alabama. Really? <laughs> that was a heck of a hire. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. I'd love to have Charlie Strong on my staff as an analyst or whatever they call him. 
whatever he calls those guys. I'd love to have Charlie Strong in the box with me tonight. Coaching rehab, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure Stoney would. <clears throat> yeah. And boys in, the boys in Clinton. We haven't given the boys in Clinton a shout-out yet. Boys in Clinton. Shout-out to the boys in Clinton because the quarterback at Georgia Southern is from uh, Clinton, South Carolina. No, he's not. Shy Wirtz, yes, he no. is. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he is. From Clinton, hmm. South Carolina. I love it when when uh, Stoney tells his stories about when he used to walk around practice with his shirt off. Well, Coach, you know, we just <laughs> – um, so getting to the world's largest cocktail party down there in Jacksonville, Georgia, Florida weekend. I've never been. Have you been? Will it be the smallest cocktail party this year? It will be the world's smallest cocktail party on the scale of largest cocktail parties. I wonder, will there be people outside the stadium? They're not supposed to. They're, they're saying that, oh, of course, I'm, I know, I know, but they said no tailgating is allowed. Well, they also said that in Athens. People haven't stopped tailgating. Go dogs. I mean, you know, you're not going to have 500,000 people outside the stadium. Hunker down. Hunker it down one more time. Um, I'll be honest with you. Here's my take on this game. Okay. I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm scared as a Georgia fan. I'm I scared. Think with I, as many, we got LeCount out. Lewis Seen yeah. is out. Um, Jordan Davis is banged up. You got questions about Stetson now? Uh, everybody's always had questions about Stetson, but, you know, half the time if it, we lost Dominique Blaylock again. Remember, he tore his ACL against Baylor in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, like half the defense is out, right? And now, yeah. Didn't you just yeah. say that? There's yeah. like five defensive starters out um, and or, look, or injured. And look, with, with Georgia's lack of offensive production, they lean on that defense. Yeah. They need those dudes to be healthy. And and uh, Florida's offense is lighting it up. Pittman yeah, no, it scares it, me. at the tight end position is a problem. He's a mismatch issue. Trask is quietly having Heisman-like year, like his numbers. Go look at Trask's numbers. I don't want to. Last year to this year, huge improvement. He scares me. I mean, and you know, Florida needs this game. Like, yeah. they need it worse than Georgia does in some ways. I mean, because they, they lost early on to Texas A&M. And if they just go out and hammer Georgia, how do you not put them in at least the top five? Here you go. You if, ready for this? If they hammer Georgia. Is it not going to play? Oh, crap. Well, I mean, yeah, they will be in the top five if they hammer Georgia. Uh, they'll be in the top five if they beat Georgia. You just think if they beat them, if they beat them by like a field goal. You think they're top five? Yeah, I do. Hold on a sec. This ain't playing. Why is it not playing? Oh, because here we go. On the eight. In trouble. Got a block behind. Give me goosebumps every time. Down on the eight. In trouble. Got a block behind him. Going to throw on a run. Complete to the 25. To the 30. Lindsey's got 35, 40. Lindsey's got 45, 50. 45, 40. Run, Lindsey. 25, 20, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15
The stadium, well, the stadium fell down. Now they do have to renovate this thing. <laughs> They'll have to rebuild it now. I, this, is, this is incredible. It's incredible. You know, this game has always been called the world's greatest cocktail party. Do you know what is going to happen here tonight? And up at St. Simon's and Jekyll Island and all those places. Jekyll and S- Jekyll, the old-timers, getting lit. For four days. <laughs> Man, is there going to be some property destroyed tonight? I'll tell you another good Larry Munson call. Dogs on top. We were gone. I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, the pass to, to Michael Johnson against Auburn. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Legendary. Well, they played that a bunch uh, a couple weeks ago, you know, before um, before that Auburn game. Oh, God. I was – somebody caught it. Who was it? Michael Johnson. Where is He it? caught it. I mean, like – because I remember watching the game, and then they, you know, I was like sports center back, you know, they would play like the radio call with the highlight. Yeah. And it was just like, I remember watching David Green just taking them down, man. Classic David Green. Yeah. You know, like, oh, we got him. Like, if there was ever anything clutch about Georgia sports, and I'm, talk, I'm, I'm talking about pro sports, too. You had David Green. He was the only thing. Like, you knew that guy was going to get it done. And... Man, when he lobbed that ball in the back of the end zone, Michael Johnson put two feet down, caught it over an Auburn defender. Auburn had an awesome defense. You got it? You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. I'm going to get some chills right here. November 16th. You got to get to the four for the first. Crowd roars at us. Crowd roars. Three wideouts. Man, we've had some shots, haven't we? We had some shots. To David Green. There he goes in the corner again, and we jump up. Touchdown! Oh, God, a touchdown in the corner. Who caught it? With 85 seconds, somebody went up high. Was it Was it Watson or Gibson? Michael Johnson up high. We're trying to put glasses on it. And they stagger down into the screen and the fence in Johnson. the corner. Michael Johnson turned around and got up in the air. We caught the ball. Classic. It's 23 to 21 with 85 seconds. He turned around and jumped. David Green had a couple times missed some opportunities like that. He caught it up high under his neck and had a foot in and knew it. And then got knocked down. Billy Bennett just put the extra point up. Billy Bennett. One of the most underrated kickers in Georgia history. Remember Blair Walsh, too? Love watching that dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blair came after uh, Billy. Billy was Billy was awesome. Left footy kicker. He threw some names in there. Fred Gibson. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Reggie Brown was another receiver mm-hmm. during that time. Awesome. Michael Johnson just Benjamin Watson. Benjamin that's, Watson. That's, that was the first one. He thought it was Ben Watson. Um was Moose and Muhammad the running back then? Uh you mean Musa Smith? Musa Smith? Uh, oh Muhammad played for the Panthers. Musa Smith. Golly, a, I can't believe I just said that. I'm so embarrassed. Musa Smith was kinda like in between, I think. Greg Lumpkin, Danny Ware. Danny Ware uh, Danny Ware might have come after that. He might have been on there with Green, but I think he might have been on there with Shockley. You had Shockley. You had Trent Edwards too. Yeah. Um, his brother before him, I think Robert Edwards, weren't they brothers? Yeah, yeah they were brothers. And it, Robert played running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you had like a crap ton of Edwards that came through there too. And then you had all the Baileys. I tell you what, we, man, we grew up, just growing up, we grew up with some great Georgia yeah. players, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, just some, just OG names. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen against Florida. I, I, I'd like to see Georgia win. My wife is a huge Georgia fan. Yeah. And I, I like Georgia because she loves them. 
she's diehard, and we love going to the games. Um, so there's a there's a small part of me that that kind of you know that bleeds the red and the black. But I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Florida's going to be fired up. They're going to come. They they look good. Georgia's struggling on offense. They got half their defense out, and I think that Georgia's Achilles heel right now, man, is just. I, I read something the other day, um, article about Kirby Smart that he's done just about everything right except getting a quarterback. Yeah, you know, he got he got Fields, but he wasn't able to keep him. Right, and I understand why Fields left. I get it. And Shockley actually came on um, ninety two nine Atlanta radio talking uh-huh. about it, and he just said, "Look." It's tough going to practice every day when he was there with David Green. David Green was a good quarterback like right. Fromm, not the most physically talented dude. Shockley was a physical just specimen. Uh-huh. Could run, could throw, tall, lean. And he said, it's tough walking around campus every day, sitting with your boys, and guys are like, Shockley, this is your time, man. Yeah, It's you. But then you go out into practice and you know with David Green, and the dude just doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. But then you make all the – amazing throws and plays in the world and you're like man i can go play somewhere else right but shockley stuck it out and fields didn't because that's a new age athlete the Uh times we're in yeah and i don't know maybe life is different if fields stays at georgia Uh, if Fields stays at georgia we probably are we're definitely undefeated right now yeah probably beat alabama by 14 and that's no shot to stetson bennett the dude has overcome so much and done a great job but at the end of the day is stead is stead really the answer I mean, is he like? Is he going to take us to? Anybody on that roster that is the answer? Is he going to take us to a national championship? No. Is he going to beat Alabama in SEC championship? No. I mean, that's my whole thing. I mean, like that's the Achilles heel right now is the quarterback position. I'm afraid, like Florida by 14 is what I'm afraid of. I could, and you know what? I I could really see that happening. I I don't want that to happen because Florida's (laughs) one of those teams. I'll be like all of our listeners down there in Gainesville. Okay, (laughs) listen, Florida's one of those teams that. I don't. I just. I can't stand Florida. Right. I can't stand LSU. I can't stand Auburn. I can't stand Florida. Yep. I mean, I can't stand Texas. Yep. I mean, I don't like those four teams. Yep. So I mean, I don't know. Well, we'll have to see our, what happens. Let's take our last commercial break before we get into some of these pod deck cards. All right. This episode of Shave Heads Not Points is brought to you by Chop Block. Go visit them on Main Street on the Square in, in downtown Gainesville. Uh, a great selection of, of beers and uh, great menu of food. Got the uh, hot dogs, wings, pizza box nachos, club sandwiches. Uh, anything in that kitchen is good. Anything in that kitchen is, is fantastic. And they'll have, oh, man, they have a huge uh, projector screen right behind the bar, and they have probably <clears throat> uh, eight or 12 TVs on the lower area. That will be showing all sorts of different types of, or, or all sorts of different games on their TV. So check out our friends over at Chop Block on the Square this weekend. The Law Office of Leonard C. Parks Jr. is proud to be a sponsor of the Shaveheads Not Points podcast. Attorney Lee Parks is a Gainesville native and a graduate of UGA Law School. He's practiced criminal law in Hall County in Northeast Georgia for the past 36 years both as a prosecutor with the DA's office and as the Gainesville Municipal Court Solicitor, and for the past 22 years as a defense attorney and handles everything from speeding tickets to death penalty murder cases. He's been named a Lawyer of Distinction and National Trial Lawyer's Top 100 Criminal Defense Lawyers. His office is at 604 Green Street next to the Quinlan. If you need help with a criminal law matter, call Lee Parks at 770-503-9819 for an appointment. Go dogs! All right, 
Let's see. I'm just going to kind of shuffle through one if I like it or not, and then I'll hand it off to you, and then you can ask me. Um, that how does that do, have to do with fitness? What time of day do you prefer to train and work out, and why? In the morning. I'm a morning person. It doesn't matter what time I go to sleep. I just think it's my natural clock and how I've been trained just from being on like a schedule like football my whole life. I'll go to sleep at, tw- at midnight, wake up at 6.30. And, and, and I'll be tired all day, but I can't go back to sleep. Right. And I just like to wake up, go ahead and start my day, go ahead and work out. It's out of the way. You know, I love to work out and all that, but I just want to go ahead and get it out of the way, free up the rest of my day. Yeah. And just go ahead and feel like I've just, just got things off to the right foot. Yeah. Now, you don't have to ask me the very next one if you don't like it. What's a fitness trend or saying that makes you cringe? That's cringe. A good, that's a good one. CrossFit. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. I can't stand that. Tell stuff. us tell us why, man. Tell us why. Well, it's like, you know, let's see how many overhead snatches I can get in in 60 seconds and what? then wonder why my shoulder needs replacing in three years. What's the wad? What's tell the, me what, what's the wad, guys? Tell me what the wad is. Wad, guys. I mean, honestly, any clean, any explosive lift like that should, should – at the max reps should probably be three or four reps. Yeah. Because it's so explosive. You, yeah. you know, expend so much energy. Your muscles get fatigued really quickly. How are you going to ask somebody to clean something like 20 times? As many reps. What, what is it? As many reps. It's like to failure. Well, for it's time like for or, time. Yeah. Some kind of junk. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh, let me take 85% of my power clean max, right? Which yeah. they don't even go off percentages half the time. It's like, all right, you max out, but <clears throat> you know you go to the 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 uh, CrossFit games or the regionals or whatever, yeah. and all of a sudden now you're you're repping, which is probably like eighty five percent of your max. You're trying to see as many reps as possible. Like, wait, what? Those people have to be messed up physically on some level as they age. Oh, they just have to. They're gonna they're gonna be keeping the. Uh, there's no way you can keep that orthopedic surgeons in yeah. business for many years with knee replacements and shoulder replacements. And because how do you sustain that over time? Can't. I mean, can't. once you reach a certain age and you're out of your prime, you're kind of like, yeah, you know, whatever. All right, let's see. Um, do you read the labels on the food you buy, or do you just buy what you like? Do I read the labels on the food I buy, or do I just buy the food I like? I want to say that I read the labels. I, I, read the nutrition facts. You turn the, you turn the cereal box to the side and read how many grams of sugar is in it. Yes. No, you don't. Yes. <laughs> My wife and I, like she, she's really good about dieting and, and the the aspect of what you eat and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. I've just been a guy that just works out a lot, you know. And I mean since the whole quarantine thing happened we've been really serious with our dieting and all that and I, i'm not kidding you I, I i came from when i was at you know when i like before quarantine i was 215 pounds i was thick when i started playing college football i was 170 pounds when i reported to camp i gained two i went all the way up to 220 pounds by christmas break i kind of thick boy i was a thick dude and it was a lot of it was just bulk it wasn't i was cut up it was more so that i got in the weight room and i ate a lot of cottage cheese okay Mm -hmm. um but um you know since quarantine like i I kept that i was like 215 210 right now like i'm i'm like like 187 
Yeah. I'm a lot lighter. And it's I just, wish I was 187. Dude, it's just it's just diet. It's the things that I eat. And and she's real big into looking at the labels and all that. So now anytime we go grocery shopping and all that, and I know it sounds weird, and I'm like, man, why? Y'all do that? It probably takes y'all forever. Yes, it does take us forever. <laughs> and I'm I'm the one pushing the cart around. But, I mean, it it, it does really yeah. help. So, I mean, I it's, it's made a huge change. I've lost a ton of weight from it. Uh, let me try to find a good one. Ooh, good one. What exercise do you loathe and totally avoid? Squats. <laughs> Without Are you, you built like a, a flamingo? Yes. <laughs> a funnel? I, I hate squats because here's my thing. When I was growing up doing squats, I was never, like, strong. I was always fast. You know, like, basically this – if you're working out, all right? Yeah. If you're working out and you're not trying to like go heavy, heavy squats, but you got skinny legs, you're the faster. Yeah. Faster of the two guys, right? That's right. Big calves, slow guys. That's right. You know, big thighs, slow guys. Okay. Yeah. Herschel Walker, Bo Jackson, those are the exceptions. The very, very 1% of 1%, right? Yeah. So every time I would do squats, I would just be sore. It didn't matter if I was in high school and I was doing squats like twice a week, three times a week, I'd be sore as hell. So then when I was, you know, out of high school, I'm trying to do squats. I get to like rep number seven on the warm up mm. and I'm cramping. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, I'm done. Yeah. So that's why I don't do squats. Like I can do power cleans yeah. I'll, and, I'll, and I'll be sore, but I won't be cramping in the middle of it. I can do deadlifts. I can do sumo deadlifts. I can do, you know, conventional deadlifts. I can do RDLs. But there's something about when I squat, I boom, I start cramping up right in my groin, dude, and I can't walk for three days. I would probably have to say burpees. Oh, God, I hate those two. I've never understood the point of burpees. Whoever, there is no point. There is no point. Whoever made them. Somebody is, made is them the because they person hated in the a world. kid. Yeah. Somebody made them because they hated a kid. I hated burpees. Like, hey, what kind of punishment can I give a kid and say – all right, you're gonna you're gonna do this until I got I another one too. Though when I played high school football, we had a strength coach that he had a warm up called GPP, and it was whenever they name it three letters, it's not good. It's not good, and it was you basically got to a set of dots like marked on the floor, you know, like little agility yeah, dots, yeah, and you did jumping jacks, um, like lunges, kind of like 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 scissor jumps where you jump up, switch your feet forward and backward, and then you did uh, burpees. And I think it was one other exercise, literally for time, as fast as you could. And if you weren't going as fast as you could, if he felt like you weren't doing that, like I'm talking about jumping jacks, just, you know, like as fast as you could, he would start it over all the time. And it would Stupid. shock your body Stupid. as soon as you got in the weight room because you, 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 you had no easing into it. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, man, we got GPP. So the days you didn't have GPP, you were kind of like, today's a good day. <laughs> it's going to be a good little day today. All right. So this one is not coming out of the, the health and fitness pod deck. It's coming out of the WTF pod deck. Okay, hit me. What recurring lie did you always tell your parents or teachers? What re What lie did I always tell my parents or teachers? <laughs> Well, I guess there's the old lie growing up that where you had to have your agenda signed. Half the oh, time I didn't yeah. get it signed by yeah. my yeah. parents, so I I'd like forge a signature and then let my teacher check it off. Uh huh. Um, 
most of the time when I lied to my parents, I told them I didn't have homework and I did. And I pulled the old, let me get, do my homework first period as fast as I could yeah. type thing. That was my yeah. motivation because I hated homework. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I mean, I, I just, I don't understand why you can't get done everything you need to get done in a school day. Yeah. That's, that's, and, that's my, that's my issue. So like every time I came home, I was like, yeah, do you have any homework? You got anything you got to do? No, nah, I don't have any. I don't have any homework today. I did it during class. I, I would always tell my mom that I never had a project until like two nights before. Yeah, and then your dad or somebody ended up helping you. Oh no, no and they were like it was my mad. Mom. No, it was my mom. That's the way it was with me and my dad. Yeah, she'd be, always ended she'd be up pissed me. at me, son. Why are we finding about this now? They just assigned it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God dang it! <laughs> Come here, give me the poster board. Yeah. You do the whole thing. Yep. Go to bed. And I'm yeah, exactly right. I'm I'm sitting there like asleep on the floor, and my mom's over there cutting out and printing and gluing and yeah, Microsoft Word art and stuff like that. Oh yeah, All right. your choice. That was a good one right there. Oh, I got stories for days on this one. All right. Have you ever had a weird Uber experience? No, because I've never taken an Uber. Oh, go man. ahead. I'm going I'm to play the Almond Brothers behind you. Oh god. So one of the first like dates my wife and I went on, we had a we called an Uber because I mean she lived in Midtown Atlanta and we Ubered everywhere we went and we were going to you know some some bars in Midtown or whatever you know really you know I think Ormsby's and then we went to the Painted Duck and then um. We called Uber. First off, the dude shows up playing this trap music, like hardcore rap gangster music, and he's in a yep. Dodge Ram, like, and it's like a '90s Ram. Ew. So it's not. It's like plastic interior and stuff. Yeah. And there was a back seat to it, so we both get in. You know, we're dressed nice. We're going on like a date, like one of our first dates or whatever. And he changed the music from what he was listening to, like Future, you know, whatever Gucci Man, whatever to. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> you know, I was trying to show out a little bit, you know, yeah. trying to be a little alpha dog, trying to right. poke my chest out. I said, man, you didn't have to change the music for us. And uh, he said, oh, no, man, I didn't change it for you. And he, he said a couple cuss words, and he yeah. said, man, I love this stuff. And he turned on Ed Sheeran, and he started singing that thing as loud <laughs> as he could. And he's like, man, this Ed, man, my boy Ed Sheeran, man, when he, when he sings, he don't just sing, man. He's talking to the ladies, man. Oh he's speak, listen to what he's saying. He turned up a little bit louder. Oh and gosh. sure enough, we're listening to the thinking out loud and all that, going uh-huh. to our first date. And then, I mean, did I just tell you, when you, <laughs> when you do Uber rides, the weirdest ones, too, are when you have to share with people. Yeah. And you get in there with some people, like I remember getting in one time, my wife sat in the front seat, I was sitting in the back with this guy and her girl, and it was just like, the girl was just hitting on me, right there in front of her guy, <laughs> touching me and stuff too, like, like right telling me I'm your girl too. Yeah. And Lauren's sitting there texting me, you know, she's getting mad. Yeah. Like, What's going on back there? Hold, handle that <laughs> stuff. I'm like, I don't know these people. How am I supposed to handle it? But I'll never forget that guy showing up and he's like thinking out loud oh and he's just singing we found love and he like i was no like thanks what and he was dude he was a just to paint the picture of this guy he was he was he looked like biggie smalls like he was a large african-american and he was really cool really good guy i mean we we had a great time on the ride but it was like the weirdest thing is he pulls up man and it's just jump man jump man jump man and then boys up the sun and then all of a sudden oop ed sheeran I couldn't do that. I'd get out. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, all right. Last one. Uh, 
not going to say that one. I'm ready. Um, trying to find one that's a good one. I'm ready. So many things going through my mind right now. I don't know what you're going to ask me. I hope I don't blank. What's the grossest thing you've ever seen someone else do in public? The grossest thing I think I've ever seen someone else do in public. Keep it PG-13. <laughs> Man. Um, One time, there's this restaurant in um, Barnesville, Lamar County. My grandfather always liked to go to, kind of like a Sunday after church type yeah. deal. All these old people, like the people from the Jekyll Island Club or some of the studs that live in Clinton, South Carolina. They those are the type of people that attend this establishment. Uh-huh. And um, my brother, little brother's with me, and we're eating with my grandfather. My little brother gets up to go to the bathroom, and he goes to the bathroom, and he says, you know, he, call, he calls me Bubba. He said, Bubba. I mean, he's like, he's, a, he's younger than me. He's like, I went to the bathroom, and a guy came out, and he said, it smells awful in there. And I went in there, and the guy had just gone number two all over the floor in the bathroom. Oh, my God. And I was like, what? And I'm right in the middle of eating my food. You know, it's buffet style. Yeah. And that in itself is nasty. <laughs> that slop of the trough type stuff. Everybody's going around. You know, this is pre-COVID. Everybody's going around getting their soul food on. Yeah. And I was like, what? And sure enough, I had to go back there and check for myself. And one of them dudes right there, <laughs> one of them old farts literally took the biggest, like, biggest dump all over I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant because I don't want to do them in like that. Yeah. But needless to say, after that experience, we have not been back. Oh, my God. And I did not eat anymore. And we told we told our grandfather about it. I said, hey, man, like, we, we got to leave, man. Like, <laughs> somebody went to the bathroom on the floor in there. They went number two on the floor, oh G. Because, you know, we called him G. We said, G, yeah. they went to the, they took a dump on the floor, bro. We got to get out of here. <laughs> and he looked at us. And then he's like, all right, get your things. Let's go. <laughs> oh I'm done with this place. And we just left. It was, that's probably hands down because the smell, the look of it. Yeah. You just saw all of it. I'm Like, I can, like. My eye, like I don't have to close my eyes to see it. I, I can still see it to this day. And then, since then, I've been weirdo about going to buffet-style restaurants. Yeah. I just don't – like, that has nothing to do with the buffet itself, but I just don't do them anymore because in my mind I can, like, I'm going to walk in this place and some ratchet person <laughs> about to take a dump on the floor. Like, I just know they are. Yep. That was a good one right there. Oh, man. All right, well – Guys, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram at Shaveheads Podcast, on Twitter at Shaveheads Pod, and go like our Facebook page, Shaveheads Not Points Podcast. And you got anything else? No, man. Just enjoyed the Larry Munson calls, and we'll see what happens with college football this weekend, man. Hopefully, we we pick some some games in the right ways, and we'll just have to see what happens. Hopefully, it's an exciting weekend. Peace. Peace out.